0: What are we doing, what we're doing in service to? Is it just in service to staying on the hamster wheel because we don't even know what it would look or feel like to get off? Yeah,
1: that's all facts.
0: (laughs) The thing I've noticed for myself is when I give myself that space to get uncomfortable and be off the hamster wheel and, you know, power down the electronics and all of that, and I have that time that we were just talking about to, integrate my creativity comes back Mm. that's like like that's the biggest gift that's on the other side of that and when we're consuming all the time all of this information and this input how would we ever have the time to get in touch with what wants to flow through us and what our output is going to be
1: yeah that's that's so facts too because like uh What's flowing through you isn't even what is you, you know? Hey guys, today on the show we are joined with the wonderful Selena Rose. Selena is a very special person to me. She graced my life and really helped me over the pandemic with meditation sessions and just kind of reminding me that everything's gonna be okay. On top of all that, Selena is an author, a life coach, master of meditation, nutritionist, and more like... It's hard to list all the wonderful things she does, and to sum it up, I'm now referring her as my guru and good friend. In this episode, we dive deep into themes of personal growth, self-care, the layers of hidden philosophy within Winnie the Pooh, and even do a quick meditation session at the end, and much more. Take a deep breath, open your third eye, whatever you need to do, and enjoy this episode. Here's Selena Rose coming at you right now. Alina, nice to see you.
0: You too. Hi,
1: it's been a while. It's been a while. It's
0: been. How are you? Oh,
1: really good. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good. I'm having a good Friday so far.
1: Ah, very, very nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool to have you back on here after, uh, I, th- I think it's a few years, probably like three years or so. I think so yeah and i'm i'm excited to share uh this convo like now because more people actually listen to this show and uh you're one of like the probably one of the most special ones i've had on this legacy of doing uh whatever this weird podcast journey is so uh yeah it's 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 nice to like maybe reintroduce you to some new people and um Mm -hmm. Um, because I I mentioned in a little intro I made for this that uh, you actually helped me a lot over the pandemic Um, with uh, your weekly meetings you were doing these uh, free meditation sessions which I thought was just such a nice and beautiful giving thing to do with your expertise on mind and body and especially in a time like that where there was so much uncertainty in the world too. We didn't really know what COVID was. We're just kind of like nervous laughing around, like, oh, I think we're going to be okay. And at the beginning they said it's going to be two weeks and then it turned into a year. (laughs) And and yeah, it was was such a nice uh, sessions uh, to just, I don't know, breathe and just.
0: Yeah, reconnect and calm our nervous systems. That to me is like the big thing that, uh, we need to do especially in these times but we don't really know how to do that like where are we taught that skill set so to me to be able to help people with that even just for half an hour once a week was important
1: yeah and and it was awesome too and obviously like you have years of practice from whether it's just studying your yoga classes, even like being able to guide people and like calm them down. And Mm -hmm. I used to always make the joke every week. It's like, uh, I forgot how to properly breathe. (laughs) And then I go into these sessions. It's like, I don't notice I'm always like running around, especially like when my mind is busy, it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm taking short breaths all day. And then Mm -hmm. you would do these sessions and I take a huge deep breath to my capacity. And it's almost like, I get lightheaded in a good way, like a high, like feeling good. And Just simple things like that are so important and amazing reminders and everything.
0: Totally. Yeah. Because we walk around in our stress response, right? So we are chest breathing. I had that experience just the other day where I got into my meditation and I was like, Oh, I am not breathing properly right now. And then I noticed all of the tension and was like, okay, I, can relax and expand
1: yeah and and that's that's also interesting uh to hear from you too because um um from like the sessions too you're such a leader at this stuff you're always got a smile on your face even the way you uh you put out stuff on social media too it's very uh you're, you're very heavy like teaching and it's it's almost like I look at it and I'm like oh Selena's just this entity of just calmness and peace but it's it's also interesting because i i know like everybody tries to put their best self out on on social media but to hear that just like the other day you had a moment where yourself was just like oh shit i'm not breathing (laughs) now
0: yeah no we teach what we most need to learn like i i'm and i'm no different needing to come back to the practices i think that's why i've made nutrition and holistic health and meditation and mindfulness and yoga I think that's why I've made them such a big part of my career and part of my life is because I realize how much I need these practices and you know you don't always need them if you're on the straight and narrow it's when you're human which we all are and we walk the zigzagging path that's when we need them
1: Yeah, that's facts, too. And I was in a conversation with somebody the other day, like another content creator, and I caught myself giving them advice that I should be taking myself, you know, it's just like having a moment where it's like, oh, you should do this, like kind of seeing what they're doing in the third person. And it totally makes sense. And then I was thinking, I'm like, why don't I practice that? Like, you know, so that's interesting that you say that, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have moments of that when i'm talking with my clients where i'll i'll say something that i really needed to hear and then i'll hear myself say it and i'll be like oh i think i needed that too
1: oh that's a beautiful thing too so Mm -hmm. it's like even in a way that you're helping people too you're always growing yourself and that's that's awesome um do you feel like uh i might have asked you this in our first episode years ago too but i'm going to repeat the question just because uh there's there's so many new people who listen to this show but uh do you feel like maybe at the beginning of your learning things was you were just kind of more focused on just yourself and did you ever think like at that time I want to be a teacher or was it just in taking stuff to deal with uh, maybe your own um things you needed to work on at the beginning or
0: think in the early, early stages, it started out because I had health challenges that I needed to work through. And so I started to build the toolkit. Um, But even prior to that, I had this desire in me to teach. And um, I my call it my first career was in um, advertising, I was a copywriter. And so I was you know teaching that's a form of teaching it's math education in a way and so i um i appreciated that aspect of it and so then once i started to learn these tools and they started to have such a big impact on me and really start to change my life and my health it just became clear it was oh i'm going to teach this now
1: oh yeah that's that's mm-hmm. awesome too and you're so good at it too even as I think of like those weekly meditations, to uh, every week uh, you you made each one so unique and special in a way. Like it's it's uh, like I I remember you'd always like uh, put out like a certain intention, and then so even like beyond like all your knowledge and stuff, you got such a knack that is almost like a public speaker in a way too. And um, did that come? like naturally at the beginning or was did you find like it took time through like maybe doing yoga sessions and more stuff like that and everything
0: Mm, I think I had to develop my voice um I was always a strong communicator that's just part of who I am so when I think back to presentations and things like that in elementary school, or even in high school, I always excelled in that area. So there was some natural strength there. And it's something that I've always enjoyed. Um, But when it came to doing it as part of my career or leading groups as part of my career, um, it took me a bit to find my voice. But then once I started to have more conviction and, and that happens through personal experience and it happens through client experience. It's really the, when you go from knowledge to wisdom and that's through experience. And so it was that transition as I grew as a person and grew in my work, in my practice, I started to really see that the recommendations or suggestions that I would make to people when they follow them it would work and I would see the massive transformation and so it allowed me to put so much more behind everything that I'm sharing and to um, I guess have more of that leadership posture in what I do you know it's not um, it's not always
1: yeah
0: (laughs) right like you know people who meet me on the street might not get that impression of me but I'm also trying not trying to you know help them better their lives necessarily yeah yeah so um it kind of ebbs and flows
1: yeah yeah makes sense too it's like uh Cause uh, I I do always see you in the light where you're just always like teaching and stuff like that. And I have this imagination of you walking down the street and just having that same glowing smile. But again, like you mentioned, we're all human. You, you have a day, like maybe you got like a billion errands you got to run to <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like the other week to me and a, a friend were like, kind of like talking about like online perception too and uh, how you put yourself out there and I, I believe you like somebody like you and myself too you always like conscious of putting your best self out there you know mm-hmm. and um, I don't know I I've, I feel like um, that's very important especially like in times like these too. I find like a lot of people are just um, I, I'm trying to think of the word the, the word isn't like weekend but like just kind of like exhausted over the year and stuff like that and I noticed once in a while I'll make like just like a little silly joke on a a rainy day too and it's interesting I'll I'll think nothing of it and then I'll start getting like little messages it's like yo I needed to hear that it's like it's interesting and Sometimes uh, like I'll see your posts and maybe I don't even message you every time, but I I get those moments like in epiphanies, like, yo, I need to hear that. (laughs) Like you're right on Selena and just, I don't know, check me in a way.
0: Yeah. I think with social media, there is such a plethora of accounts and so many ways that we can show up. And I I'll admit for me, it's been an area in my business and in my life where I've felt a lot of friction over the years and just been like, you know, I don't know if I like this moments of, I don't know if I want to be on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then what I came back to and what I tried to live and to put forward is I try to be that voice of, um, inspiration, if you will, or stillness or calm or some kind of reminder that, you know, if somebody is mindlessly scrolling through their feed or they're going through their stories on Instagram, that they might, something might slip in that maybe they need to hear that's going to make them think more positively or think differently or feel better about themselves. That's something that I'm very conscious of because there's so much comparison that happens when we're engaging and taking in social media that I just try to think of it as an opportunity to be the light and be that be that for that person you know that opportunity for them to feel better about themselves or to realize something or you know and there's different degrees of that and sometimes I do it through humor and sometimes it's you know, a little more sentimental, if you will. But um, yeah, looking at it as an opportunity to say something that might be meaningful to somebody.
1: Yeah. And I think like a lot of people connect to your post too, because there's a million people who like they post online and like their goal is to be like, I don't know what the word it's like, I want to be an influencer and they don't have the experience. They're just reading quotes or whatever. But um, there's something always so authentic of what you put out. It's just like, it feels like very just caring, you know, the vibe of everything. And uh, even from those uh, meditation sessions and stuff too, like, uh, um, I wish I got more people into that. You, I, I remember you always like telling me uh, to invite people and I, I would, and um, people would say they'd show up. But um, I find like a lot of people, like maybe sometimes they get intimidated in Mm -hmm. trying to, uh, I don't know, whether just stop and dig deep into their mind and their hearts and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so maybe like on paper, they're like, oh, this is a good idea. And then the the, the day comes, uh, I get ghosted (laughs) in a way, (laughs) which is also kind of understandable too. uh, I feel like with routines and practices, like the first step, for me personally, it always seems the hardest, the first step. And then once you got that momentum, it, uh it can turn into something that becomes a part of your life, whether it's like working out or meditation and just other practices and stuff. Do you, do you feel like similar as well?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like for a, a lot of us, it's, it's the unknown. Whenever you're going from the known quantity to the yeah. unknown quantity that's where fear can come in because your mind just fills in the blanks with any number of things that could scare you off or dissuade you so yeah that first step is is massive it's that is the you know the the momentum builder really i see that a ton with my clients is like they'll they know that they want their health goals. They know that they want them, but then they'll sort of regress right before they they make the commitment because they're like, okay, but then I'm going to need to change. I'm going to need to let go of all of these things. And that's when often we need that helping hand or that coaching support or somebody to say like, you don't have to stop being you. Mm -hmm. In order to like meditation or to embrace some quiet time or to change up your diet, it doesn't mean that you're never going to be able to do all of the things you love or that all of a sudden you're going to become this person that you don't recognize. And I think that's the fear a lot of the time. You know, Even for a guy like you to be showing up to meditation sessions weekly is like, you know, people might not expect that from you. And maybe there was a little part of you initially that was like, is this really a Sean thing? Like, is Sean the kind of guy that does this?
1: Yeah, facts, Um, facts.
0: You know, but then like leaning into it and being like, I can expand the definition of Sean and he can do this if he wants to kind of
1: thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I also, one thing I loved about it too was like, it was almost like I was hanging out with a crowd that I don't usually hang out with in a way it's just like uh we got we got you my uh my guru i'm gonna i'm gonna start calling you my guru i hope you know my <laughs> my gurus selena rose guiding it but then it was more like um i'm hanging in a group weekly with uh some some women who were like in their middle age and stuff like that like much older than me and um i did have these thoughts i'm like oh this is different but um i felt so much benefit from it like i just kept coming back and almost like uh addicted to how i felt like especially you do it on the monday at the beginning of the week and just to have a clear head and uh i want to let you know like s- two things happened so since uh we we stopped doing that and then me getting a full time uh gig mm-hmm. i have totally fell off the rails of meditation selena
0: okay
1: and so, and um what's very interesting is um when we were texting like setting up this interview or whatever. It's just like, I don't know whether it was like your energy or whatever. It reminded me of like those times of meditation. And I just started meditating again, but like three days ago, like, oh. <laughs> like, I'm just like, Oh yeah. Like we used to do this thing. And it's just like, just like talking to you, like kind of, uh, gave me a reminder of that good feeling I had in the summer before I started working this full-time gig. And yeah. I don't know. Um, it's almost like I, I was thinking about it as I was meditating the other day. It's almost like when I get too uh, busy, like um, I start getting like mentally exhausted. Mm. And yeah. that's probably the time I want to like sit down and meditate or like I need to sit down and meditate. But instead, it's just like after like a long day, I'll go all in a bad habit where I'll crack a beer, like turn on a video game and stuff. It's like, I deserve a treat or a reward (laughs) type of thing I don't I don't know what it is but yeah (laughs) that's that's uh, been the journey.
0: (laughs) Yeah you just touched on something that's so important and this is something that I've seen um, the contrast on becomes so sharp and so clear over the pandemic is we we push in our days and that looks different for everybody whether that's you know, a busy work week or you're a mom running after kids or, you know, you're leading a team or you're organizing things. We all have our areas where we push and we get challenged and we get maxed out. Um, and then there comes this time either in the day or in the week or in the project cycle where you start to feel a little rundown. And I find one of two things will happen at that point. Either we go... Um, I need to push harder in order to get this next bit done. There's some sort of carrot or some sort of destination that we're chasing. And so we think I need to push harder in order to go there. Um, Or we will do what you just said and say, like, I'm starting to get a bit fried And I don't like the way that this feels. So I'm going to do something to dissociate from that feeling, Mm. whether that's alcohol or smoking weed or watching television or eating a bag of chips mindlessly is, is we have those two options. And then there's also a third option, which a lot of us don't think about. And that third option is to slow down. Yeah, to actually recognize that that critical point that we've come to where we're in sort of this decision-making phase of like okay I've woken up from my busy day or woken up from my busy week and I recognize that I've been pushing and I've been going hard and that something needs to change I'm at some sort of precipice and we're looking at our options and we don't think about slowing down and that is what we really need to do in yeah. those moments like that is that is the sign like that's what our bodies are trying to tell us in those moments but we just interpret it as all of these other weird things or our other um crutches or patterns or habits come in in those moments and then then we're just off onto the next thing but if we can train ourselves to recognize that that's the moment where you need to sit down, where you need to come back to your breath, where you need to close your eyes. You know, any version of that—get out in nature, take space, be away from a screen. Something that's wow. what we really need to do in those moments.
1: Yeah, facts too, and yeah, you you mentioned being away from a screen as well. Uh, even uh, when. I checked myself a few days ago where I needed to meditate. Like I was getting in a pattern where I would just fall asleep to like things on the TV or like, just have like my phone propped up, like watching like some shit on YouTube and whatnot. And uh, I had a moment where I, I was doing that and I was just like kind of fading in and out. And it was, Oh, I was almost like I was overthinking things, but I didn't know what the the issue was and I was feeling antsy. And then all of a sudden I just like, I'm like, okay, let's turn off uh my phone watching this YouTube video. And then I just sat there in the dark and was just like kind of going back to breathing, and it was interesting. Like it's started like uh once I calmed my body, it, it felt like my mind was like piecing um some puzzles of the unknown. Like I, I felt like a, a scat, my brain was a scattered jigsaw puzzle, and then it just started in a way coming together and things were making sense of oh why do you feel anxious it's like oh because of this and this and this and it turned in like to some people I'm sure that sounds like terrifying (laughs) to just like face every single little problem or whatever but it was almost like so healing and I just like sat there for 40 minutes in like the dark and just almost like all these questions of things that were bothering me which were unknown became uh Like, it almost turned into knowledge. And I remember just waking up the next day, like, feeling amazing. Like, oh, I can tackle this and that and that. And just, like, with, like, a calm presence. Uh, So it was interesting, too.
0: How amazing is that? That our minds do that on their own if we just allow it to happen?
1: Yeah. It's almost like a power of stillness in a way. Mm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. The analogy that's coming to my mind is... um, I have a, a Mac laptop and these things will run. Like I've had my computer for seven years, and there have been so many times where I would go months without restarting it or shutting it <laughs> yeah. just like tabs open from you know weeks and weeks before. and it's like moving
1: really slow and you're like why
0: is it so slow <laughs> yeah it's like oh maybe it needs to restart or something our our bodies our brains our nervous system is like that too and yeah. we it's like full steam ahead and and all of the stimulation all of the screens it's you know if we're not watching something on our phone, we're listening to something or we're talking to somebody, you know, like we've got ourselves plugged in all the time. There's always this stimulation happening. It's the same thing as our computer. Like sometimes you just need to shut down and then Your brain will recalibrate everything in that stillness time. And then you'll you'll come back the next day and you'll be this like totally refreshed version of you.
1: Yeah. And it's facts. We put it off too. And you know, with the with the Mac, every time there's an update, it goes in the corner. It's like you have an update, and then you just keep clicking. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. (laughs) Next thing you know, you've been doing that for like three months. (laughs) And then you're like, "I, I need the computer now. If I shut it down, it's gonna be like a half hour 45 minutes for it to update but yeah Yeah. sometimes you just got to do it even though like almost like take a step back to step forward in a way
0: absolutely yeah i call it slowing down to speed up
1: That's,
0: that's exactly what you need to do and we have that resistance to it and i think that that's normal for a lot of us is because we're so used to relying on external stimulation that it's it's that's like our safety blanket and then all of a sudden when we let that go it's like okay but what am I doing and yeah. and that that taps us into a whole other can of worms because we're programmed in the way that society is we celebrate and we put so much value on doing
1: like mm-hmm. what are
0: you doing what how is your day productive what did you Produce today? What, you know, how efficient were you? All of these different ways that we measure our productivity, but we don't actually look at the power of our presence or how we're being, how we're showing up in our days. And so we, we create this resistance to just being, because in the back of our mind, with all this programming going on, we're thinking, Well, I can't just be because then I'm useless or then I'm not, you know, powerful or I'm not being productive. And, you know, I think that's something that we all need to question for ourselves is like what, um, you know, what are we doing, what we're doing in service to, like, is it just in service to staying on the hamster wheel because we don't even know what it would look or feel like to get off?
1: Yeah, that's all facts.
0: The thing I've noticed for myself is when I give myself that space to get uncomfortable and be off the hamster wheel and, you know, power down the electronics and all of that. And I have that time that we were just talking about to integrate my creativity comes back. Mm. That's like like that's the biggest gift that's on the other side of that and when we're consuming all of the time all of this information and this input how would we ever have the time to get in touch with what wants to flow through us and what our output is going to be
1: yeah that's that's so facts too because like uh what's flowing through you isn't even what is you, you know, it's like almost like North American culture. It's so like, we're getting so bombarded with, uh, with ads and screens. And, and like you mentioned, it's almost like taboo to slow down too. It's like hustle culture. And what's very interesting, uh, two years ago on the show, I had a, a real Shaolin monk on, uh, his name was Yuan and, uh, he's, he's actually, uh, living at the buddhist temple in toronto or whatnot but uh, i was talking to him a little bit about like the different cultures and he said uh where where he's from it's almost like an opposite and it's weird in north america to see all this stuff because his life has been so focused on looking inward and everything and um i asked him it's like oh why why don't you you like live back there or whatever if you kind of seem like you more fit in and he's like oh it's it's cool here because I feel like people need these teachings so he, he has like classes like you, instead of yoga, he like teaches all like, kind of like the Shaolin, like uh, Kung Fu moves, but it's also got like a meditation like sense to it too. Oh. It's, it's, it's really awesome. But uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like you two are just like gems on my timeline as I'm scrolling. It's just like, there's yeah. so much garbage. And then all of a sudden it's like, you guys, like, once again, I'll, I'll always use the breathe analogy. It's like a just such a, a breath and reminders, which, Uh, I appreciate so much.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Someone's got to be that voice, (laughs) voice of calm within the storm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also like beyond like, uh, you always like teaching about like the mind and stuff. You're really like, into like, like just physical health as well. And I got your book right here. uh, Mm -hmm. For people who are watching it on the YouTube. It's uh, Selena Rose every day, Eats. Uh, The title's mirrored because I'm on the Zoom, (laughs) but uh, but yeah, this
0: complicated recipes for time-starved healthy eaters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's wicked. It's just like big font, big pictures, everything. I I love this book so much. Um, Mm. I mostly dove into like the breakfast menu, and uh, I keep wanting to make like the dips and stuff, but um, I always go grocery shopping after I've done like work or whatever. And I have this cycle where I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to write down what I need," <laughs> and that's been going on for like a year of like after buying your book, uh, whether it was like in the fall or something. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's just great, and it just totally like complements like your vibe and and uh, yeah, it's just all like recipes that just make you feel great as well.
0: Yeah, I feel like people when they want to improve their health or want to improve an aspect of their lives, health is, health is part of it, right? Health is the foundation for everything that we do. If we're not feeling good, we're not going to be able to show up for the things that we want to do in the way that we want to. Um, So I feel like it's, it's the gateway to all of this other stuff, you know, so some people come into my work because they're busy and they're overrun. And they're like, I, you know, I want to feel better in my body or I want to lose weight or I need to have more energy. And so you can help me with nutrition. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we'll start there. And yeah. it's like, we'll, we'll crack that door open. And then <laughs> once you, once you start to have more energy and your system is cleaner, you, I feel like it's an automatic evolution for people to start paying more attention to the voices inside their head and like, are you being kind to yourself? Are Mm -hmm. you putting yourself down? Are you creating more uh, friction and more challenges than need to be there? You know, are you slowing down? Because that's the thing is you can eat great and you can have a lot of energy, but if you don't know how to shut it down at the end of the day, then that's going to become its own challenge for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: they go so hand in hand.
1: Yeah. That's going to be so rewarding to see people's evolution too. Like you mentioned, maybe they they come in, they're just like, oh, I need to eat healthier. And then like, as it goes on, they're kind of see them bring up questions of like, oh, how can I make other parts of myself just, healthier and that just totally relates to the mind and what's what's wonderful about you too selena too it's like you you can guide them as well it's just like it's almost like the the nutrition is the gateway drug to uh enlightenment in a way
0: <laughs> it's there if you want to go for it <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's awesome that's awesome and um is there any like uh, go-to like uh maybe uh like, who is, who is Selena's guru? I know you're big on Winnie the Pooh, which is, is awesome, and, uh, do you got any other
0: ones? (laughs) Have this guy on my desk. Ah, right on, there he is, there he is. Um, one of the reasons, just to give some background on why I love Winnie the Pooh is, is the whole philosophy and the mindset, um, about, him and his character and his stories is really he represents the beginner's mind. It's like approaching things as though you're doing them for the very first time. And so that gives you this number one sense of present because presence because you can't be living in the past or in the future and be experiencing something new for the first time. So right away, your senses are fired up and you're in the present moment. And then it's about having that sense of awe and that sense of wonder with everything because you're doing it for the first time. And so it's like allowing yourself to take that in. And when you're, you're present like that and you're present with what you're taking in, you have such a deeper experience of yourself and you're able to witness how you're showing up to whatever the thing is and the thoughts that are going through your head. And, you know, we talked about how, when when you can slow down and when you're present, it gets you cre- um, present to your creativity. And that's, you know, that's then how you share what's inside of you with the rest of the world. And so I think that in terms of a role model, I'm, I'm hard pressed to find a better reminder <laughs> than, Winnie the Pooh Um, but there's no there's a lot I have a lot of teachers I have coaches I have mentors and people that I look up to in so many different aspects of my life I'm I'm a lifelong learner and somebody who always just wants to um, take in new knowledge and experience something new and I get genuinely excited about doing new things, whether they're big or small. So I have so many mentors and people who teach me.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, too. And uh, even, uh, yeah, uh, for some people, like, uh, I don't think they really understand, like, how deep, uh, like, philosophy-wise, like, Winnie the Pooh actually is. There's um, there's a book, too, called uh, The Tao of Pooh. Uh, Tao is spelled yeah. T-A-O-I or, like, Taoism T-A-O. type thing. Yeah, yeah pronounced like a d but it's a t and um once in a while I'll throw on like the audiobook when I'm just like laying down and I, I always like just listen to the first couple ch- chapters and I like pass out because it's just like so relaxing or whatever but it's just like such a beautiful like metaphor of uh like you mentioned like living in the present moment and stuff like that and uh, actually I got heavily into that audiobook right before that Christopher Robin movie came out and I ended up like taking uh, my niece to that movie and uh she liked it but I think I enjoyed it more than her I'm like oh this is a good kids movie and at the end there's like a tear coming out of my eye it's just like I don't know like I just started feeling like a connection the the way like Christopher Robin like kind of like has an epiphany and he metaphorically I guess like tells his boss to go f himself and like I was like yeah it's like there's more important things to life than like kind of the stress you build within your your mind
0: Absolutely. And that is not all just about being one dimensional, focused on work and productivity. I feel like that's the theme of that movie is the theme of our conversation and mm-hmm. you know, what could be such a big theme in our North American lives right now.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like um, these type of conversations really resonate with people, but kind of the way everything or the majority of things, not everything, the majority of things in North America are structured like workplaces and stuff. It goes against that in a way, like it's not living in the present moment. It's like, we got to hustle for tomorrow. And like, <laughs> these these numbers are down. It's all, it's all like stats and graphs. And like, even right now, I feel like I fall into uh, that kind of thing too because I'm producing content and a lot of it's like goes off of uh, different analytics too and uh almost like uh i like again like as i'm meditating like three days ago (laughs) i'm like i need to figure out a little more ways to shut off my brain and not think about it when i'm not on the clock type of thing like like it's tough because you got to do what you got to do to pay your bills and sometimes you have to go with the flow and do things that suck and maybe doesn't benefit you but uh I don't know. You got you got to make it work for yourself. And one thing I admire about you, Selena, too, is like you uh, you made a career out of out of like this. You know, like uh, just uh, your health and benefiting other people, and like I don't know. I respect that so much.
0: Thank you. Yeah, like I said, it was one one way for me to teach what I need to learn and to just continue to be in the practice of that. Um, I had a really clear point in my mid twenties, I would say when I just, I got really clear on the fact that I wanted my work to be an extension of who I am. Like I was Mm -hmm. never going to be that person who goes to work 40 hours a week and does something that is, you know, possibly irrelevant to the rest of my life or my interests. Like I wanted it to just be seamless and to not have it feel like I'm working. And I think that's one of the things that I love the most is because I get to talk with people and have conversations about things that I'm genuinely interested in. Like I read about this stuff, I journal about this. I'm in my own exploration. I'm trying new things all of the time and always trying to be at that leading edge of my own growth. And so it, it makes it so relevant to be able to talk to people and, and help them to push the edges of their growth as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool to hear. And uh, I kind of got like a similar feeling right now. And I feel like I'm, I'm making the transition. And just the other day I was talking to a, uh, musician friend who was on that wavelength as well and as I was saying it's just like again it all leads back to the meditation three days ago (laughs) I I literally had an epiphany but after I was I was done and uh that was another thing going through my mind and heart um this sounds corny but all I did was put on a note uh that um remember who you are because Mm -hmm. sometimes I fall into other people's energies and I'm like such like an empath to other people's energy sometimes it'll sway me away from things that are just like, it seems like I'm going with the flow, but really it's not beneficial to me or whatever. And as I mentioned that to my friend, she's like, Oh, that's not corny at all she's like i got one that says stay the path and we're both like yeah and actually actually uh, every time uh, i finish these episodes on the spotify version i end with a song so i'm gonna put one of her songs at the end of this talk today oh. just to go with the theme but uh but yeah do you, do you ever like yourself like uh kind of make little reminders to yourself or stuff like that
0: absolutely yeah yeah, oh, like if you can see my phone screen, there's yeah. reminders that I set them in my reminder app and they pop up um, every day. My favorite one right now is it says, life is continuously exceeding my expectations.
1: Mm. And that's so a, it that's keeps deep. me
0: in that, that mind frame of like, you know, this can only get better. Oh. and And it is. So watch out for it. Like pick out the things that are better than you expected today. Yeah,
1: that's awesome too. And I, I feel like kind of being in that mindset uh, always, I don't know, it's almost like pushes you to evolve, you know, I feel like sometimes, um, I don't know, I've seen this with other people and even me in the past, where if my head is so stifled with negative things, it's just like, oh, you can't do this, you... you Like, uh, you'll never be good at this type of thing. It actually like puts a ceiling on whatever your life experience is in a way. And just Mm -hmm. kind of like you, you try to do something like say, trying to get better at an instrument. It's just like, Oh, I'll never be able to learn that solo or all these scales or whatever. And then it's just like that wave of thinking, like you'll bonk your head on the ceiling and stop. But, uh, when you're just like, almost like, it's almost like thinking like through it, like, When you're in driving school, it's like, they tell you to look to the horizon. It's like, and, uh, it's it's just like beneficial. You can see the road, you can see where you need to be prepared to how to make the next step and everything. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, last weekend I had my first day out at the driving range. I'm very early stages starting to get into golf. Cool. And I was out with one of my friends and he was coaching me and he's like, okay, you know, arms are straight and you're bending your knees and you, you have to lean forward. And like, you're this far from the ball. And he'd filled my head with all of these things. And then, um, then I was like, striking out, like I was missing the yeah. ball continuously. It's like and too he, much
1: thoughts, robotic, like stiffness. And, uh, yeah.
0: and then, and then he just interrupted me. He's like, okay, okay just forget everything that I told you and just do it and that's when it started working it was like okay I need to know that but like in the back of my mind and just let that sink down and then just be in the moment and be in the feel of it
1: yeah yeah I I imagined you like uh, the movie Happy Gilmore where he's like uh adam sandler he's like a hockey player but then he goes to golf and he's taking like full like hockey swings at the thing (laughs) but it still works you know it's just because he's all loose and that's how how he knows how to do it like he doesn't know the form and stuff yeah yeah Yeah. oh that's cool that's that's cool that uh that uh you're uh you're doing the golf thing too and i can tell about your personality too you're always like trying to grow and just like like you said you're uh earlier is something like you're you're a student for life in a way and I think that's like mm-hmm. such a powerful mindset it's um it's all it's like an egoless approach at life you know there's there's some people like maybe they'll get a degree in something or maybe they get like some award and they're just like oh I'm a master at this and just they stifle themselves and they're not learning more and then the yeah. people who are just kind of loose and going with the flow like they in a way like surpass them in a way like Again, it goes to that thats putting a a ceiling on whatever you're trying to do.
0: Totally, I feel like the scariest thing is thinking that you know all that there is to know. Um, Like that to me is just, it's not my personality, first of all, because I always like the idea that there's more to learn or more to discover. But I've had so many experiences over the years where I've had to check myself because it's like I might be really set on thinking that this is the way it is. And then I'll have an experience that's very contrary to that. And I'll think, wow, how limiting was my mindset that I thought, you know, it was always going to be this one way and that that was all there is. And so I just I call it leaving room for mystery it's like, I, you know, I leave room is like, this is as much as I know, or this is what I understand. And then we'll leave room for mystery because, you know, in a year from now, I might learn something that expands on that. And so it's, it's this dance, right. And learning to be confident in what you do know, but also um, not get too wrapped up in the fact that that might change or you might be wrong. And, you know, that's okay too, because we're all human and we're all learning.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like every time I get set in a way, uh, like unconsciously the universe almost like changes that by just humbling me just like, no, Sean, like whether it's like failing at something or just like, just having like this epiphany is just like, Oh no, that's not the way it's like, like you mentioned, just like the dance, you got to go with the flow and, like the bruce lee quote that i've quoted on the show like seven million times be water where he's like you put water in a a pot it becomes the pot you put in the cup it becomes the cup type of thing yeah yeah well this is this is what i love about this conversation today too is like i wrote down like a bunch of questions and we totally went in another like direction but i feel very (laughs) like present you know it's very like theme thematic to what we're talking about like uh yeah this is this is almost like uh reminding me of doing the meditations with you a year ago
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it was like you don't know what you're showing up to but if you show up fully then you're gonna be there for whatever it is
1: yeah 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 and also uh yeah for people listening at home i I want you guys to do something just uh i'm gonna do this right now but uh take a deep breath through your mouth fill up your lungs as much as you can let's do this three times and and exhale out of your nose okay i'm, I'm gonna go right now the
0: other way around other way around
1: okay thanks selena this is why we have selena here it's been a year i i haven't breath <laughs> or i haven't been breathing properly in like a year because selena yeah. hasn't been around but okay we're gonna go through the nose <laughs> yes yes, do you yes. Yeah, okay. let's, yeah. Let's, let's get an expert. Not like some guy just <laughs> thinking he knows. Uh, okay. Did okay. you want to do so a little if you're, thing? If
0: you're part of, yeah. I'd love that.
1: Oh, sick. So if you're
0: in a place where you can sit down, I'd recommend sitting. If you can only stand, then just make sure both of your feet are flat on the floor and, uh, we'll sit up nice and straight. So get your spine tall
1: people were watching on the YouTube I was getting my Larry King lean in I don't know I think that happens to people who do interviews it's like you get engulfed in the words
0: <laughs> I'm gonna You're be like a... you want to get close. I'm gonna
1: turn into like this old question mark in like five <laughs> years <laughs>
0: uh,
1: all right sorry to, okay. to derail you okay so,
0: so we're sitting please. up straight yeah. um, let's take one hand to low belly one hand to chest and just shake out your shoulders and let those relax. Notice if there's any tension there. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to close our eyes. That's a big key to stop your senses from interfering in your experience and to bring that experience inside your body. And now we'll come to focusing on the breath. And so first, without changing your breath, just notice how it's flowing in and out. And notice where your breath is coming from in your body. Is it coming from your chest? Can you get it to come from deeper in your body? And so let's consciously deepen the breath, sending your inhale into your low belly. And then fully exhaling through your nose, letting it all go. And we'll try another one of those, sending your inhale into your low belly. Feel your rib cage broaden and expand as you breathe in. And exhale, release. Now we're gonna do what is called a a falling out breath. And this is really great for releasing tension, and it's something that's super quick that you can do pretty much anytime, anywhere. So we're gonna go for a deep inhale through the nose, and then we're gonna exhale out your mouth, maybe add a little sigh. And finding a deep breath in, ribcage expanding on the inhale. Then we'll exhale out the mouth, letting it all go. We've got one more of those biggest breath of the day so far, deep inhale through the nose, and let it come out your mouth. Good, return your breath to normal. Notice the feeling of your hands on your body your seat on the chair, your feet on the floor. And when you're ready, you can let your hands melt back down into your lap. And allow yourself to slowly open your eyes.
1: Thank you for that, Selena. (laughs) that was so nice i i tried to jump into it with like no foreplay at all you had like the you have like such a way to ease in and like just uh getting to know like you know yeah you almost like make me feel like i'm learning about my body again with like how you mentioned um like thinking about how you're breathing right now before you start taking the deep breaths and everything like it's it's so cool like how you can just ease into that it's just like and then to mention too as we do these half hour meditations selena would always add more and more layers onto that as well too and uh it just feels incredible And but th- but thanks for that too <laughs> that, that, that's amazing yeah,
0: you're welcome if i can just share um part of why we pay attention to the breath as it is before we go about making changes is We have this mentality of of when we're getting into self-awareness that we need to change or perfect or enhance whatever we discover. And Mm -hmm. that can be a really difficult mental pattern where every time we're seeing ourselves, we're thinking, oh, I need to be better at that or I need to change. And so part of what we're doing in that moment of the practice is You're noticing the way that you are, and you're just noticing it. We're not changing. We're not saying it needs to be any different than it is. We're we're just being the witness in that moment. And there's something that's so powerful about that because it helps you to start to cultivate self-compassion. So that when you're out in the world and you see yourself say something or take an action and you're cringing on the inside, it's like... Okay, I can just witness that. I can just, you know, see it like I see my breath when I notice that it's all coming from my chest is like I'm just going to witness that and hold space for it for a minute before I try to come in and make a change.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. I think uh, we're almost at an hour now, too. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it on that note. But I want to thank you for this beautiful conversation today. I always love catching up with you. And uh, I always feel better after a talk with you, even if it's just like a couple texts back and forth and everything. And I just want to thank you for being just such a, a shining entity too. I feel like as weird as the world's has been this past year. It might even get weirder today. Like the Pentagon's releasing like a UFO report. I heard, whatever. (laughs) Everybody needs to follow Selena. If you're feeling any type of anxiety too, it's always just a reminder or a wink. that Things are going to be okay. And uh, just breathe, you know, (laughs) just breathe.
0: Awesome. I love that. Thanks, Sean.
1: Yeah, no problem. And and, uh, where can everybody find you? And uh, like, maybe even order your book as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my website is selinarose.ca. That's S-E-L-I-N-A. Um, and if you want to find my book, it is on my website selinarose.ca/book. And then if you want to connect with me on Instagram, it is at selinarose.inc. Um, and I also have a Facebook group. It's called Practice Presence, where we do all of these sorts of things. And we practice being present and and loving ourselves and nourishing our bodies and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Definitely join the group guys too. It's another reminder pops up on my feed all the time. Uh, Really appreciate it too. And uh, do you still offer like teachings over zoom once in a while? Or do you still do stuff like that?
0: Um, I put those on pause Mm -hmm. for a while as my life sped up a little bit. Um, but I'm looking for a way to integrate that again because they were really special sessions and something that I want to continue to build community around. So stay tuned.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So everybody follows Selena. And once again, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today.
0: Thank you, Sean. It was a pleasure.
1: Thanks once again to Selena for joining us today. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Ah, that conversation personally felt great. And like we mentioned, definitely follow Selena if you want more of those vibes. And actually speaking of great vibes, right now you're listening to a song from our good pal Sleepy Jean. We actually helped with the video on this one, did a little shooting. It was a great weekend and she's got a lot of amazing music coming out. Also give Sleepy Jean a follow and... Get ready, she's got a great EP coming your way. And before we go, like always, gotta thank all the legends on the Patreon. First up, our co-producer, Jeremy Hopkin of Hopkin Design, the queen, Ola Mazuka of Sonic Fold, Ryan Watkins of Ryan Radio, Amanda McKnight of Top 10 Nerd, Pat Maloney, Ryan Campbell, Daniel Sun, Drew Stewart, Devin Staple, Mike Ulio, and francis Kopfer, aka my mom i really can't thank you guys enough this show keeps growing a lot of cool things happening and i'm just full of appreciation and like i mentioned we're gonna play you out with some sleepy gene and this track is called how's it all gonna end Oh.